When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, everybody, and welcome into ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, the streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On The Man Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adcsports.com slash Dallas. And as always, remember that Primetime is brought to you by our friends over at Freeman Mazda. Net. We will talk more about them and the ride of the week in a few moments later on the show. But before we do any of that, here is a question for you guys in the chat. Thank you for tuning in, by the way. Shout out to some uh, to some of you who are already saying hi on the YouTube chat and the Facebook chat. We've got Jeff, Gregory, we've got Juan Daniel, we've got uh, Toxic, Floyd. Toxic says, Mo is already sounding like Stephen Jones. Shout out to Matt H as well. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Here's a question. Here's a question for you. Truth or false, Jalen Tolbert is a bust. Let's talk about it. Not great numbers for Jalen Tolbert, I will tell you that. But can we judge him after just one season? Let me know in the chat. Do you think Jalen Tolbert was a bust or not? Truth or false? Let's see what you guys have to say. The numbers, if we just go by the numbers, they're not friendly to Jalen Tolbert, man. He finished the season with three targets, two catches, and 12 yards. Absolutely not what we expected from Jalen Tolbert. But it might, honestly, the question, in my opinion, will ultimately be, did we expect too much out of Jalen Tolbert? Because shout out to Bob Sturm, who is always one of the best when it comes to Cowboy stuff. D1 columnist that remains, in my opinion, in sports, especially when it comes to Dallas Cowboy sports, like, you know, old school kind of columns, which I love. Uh, Bob Sturm tweeted a, a stat a few days ago in which he pointed out that wide receivers drafted after round two, there wasn't one that did well. And I think it was an interesting point because obviously you don't want to, you know, lower the bar for Jalen Tolbert just because of what happened elsewhere around the NFL. But Man, maybe the true lesson isn't that Tolbert didn't work out, is that you just don't bet on a round three wide receiver being one of your main answers at wideout in, in an offseason that you needed to fix that position. Hey, shout out to Mr. Tyler Browning from ADZ Sports. Browning, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. <laughs> Tyler, shout out to you, sir. Draft expert, by the way, for... Uh, 
for multiple media outlets, including ADZ Sports. He does a lot of good stuff. Uh, shout out to Tyler. You can follow him on Twitter at Diabetic Tyler. Uh, thank you, sir, for tuning into the show. He says, to be dated, but trending that way. Let's see what you guys have to say in the chat. Offsides, says Toxic Tom. You know, bringing that moment on Lambo up. <clears throat> that was a different one. That, that was a difficult one to get through. J-Matt goes with false. Bruce says false. The option system was too complicated. Russell goes with too early. Gregory goes with true so far. Too early to tell, says Floyd. Uh, Jeff goes with too early yet. Devin Street 2.0 says Toxic Tom. Let's see here. Yes, too early to tell for Ines. Russell says the question is why didn't they use him? And I think the answer to that, Russell, uh, has a little bit to do with what Jalen Tolbert calls a learning curve. Because, yeah, they did not use him this season. And actually, we can look at the numbers, and he had 36% snaps, a 36% snap count in week one. This was against Tampa Bay. This was a game in which we saw Simi Fehoko play. The Cowboys had not figured out what they wanted to do at wide receiver yet. Played 36% of the snaps against the Bucs. Then he essentially didn't cross the 20% mark but once, and that happened against the Chicago Bears. The Cowboys were dealing with injuries to the wide receiver position. And at times, they even preferred to run out with all three personnel, meaning zero running backs and three tight ends. We saw C.D. Lamp in the backfield. They were just trying. At one point, it seemed like they were trying to intentionally keep from having to play, keep themselves from having to play three wideouts just to not get Jalen Tolbert out there on the field. And it sucks because the question is hard to answer. The question of why did all of this happen? And it does seem that it was more playbook related than anything else, meaning that it doesn't sound like Jalen Tolbert was not being athletic enough to get on the field. It sounds like there was a very steep learning curve for the South Alabama product. And he even talked about it recently during some uh, senior bowl interviews. Oh, you could towards the Dak Pratt injury because we saw some sort of Dak Prescott connection with Jalen Tolbert during training camp early in the preseason. We were hearing good stuff about Tolbert. You could argue that Prescott getting injured and not having that chemistry to work with the wideout affected his play. But honestly, I would be skeptical about pointing towards that as the main reason why. I think playbook trouble was really what got him. And in Tolbert's own words, adapting to learning new positions. And we'll talk about that in a few moments here as well. Or maybe, you know, he was just not NFL ready. And I circled back to what I just said earlier tonight, which is maybe do not approach a position that you absolutely need to get right or you need to improve after you traded away or maybe a more accurate term would be gave away a wide receiver like Amari Cooper. Don't try to 
replace him with a third round draft pick. And I know, I know they didn't really do that, right? Amari Cooper was going to be replaced essentially by C.D. Lamb. And then Michael Gallup was going to become the number two. But at, at the end of the day, you were playing 11 personnel. You knew that you had to play 11 personnel. And you knew that Michael Gallup was not going to be healthy for week one. Yet the plan all along was for Jalen Tolbert to take over. And then he didn't take over. And that left you, you know, hyping up prospects like Simi Fehoko, like Dennis Houston. And didn't work out. Didn't work out for the Cowboys. Uh, Toxic Tom says, true lesson, wide receiver by committee is BS. And this might be true. Like even for a number three wideout, you need three starters, three solidified starters to be more specific. I, I could get behind that idea as well. Toxic Tom says, Mo, we passed on better prospects for him too. BPA over need all day. Now, I won't lie to you. I loved the Tolbert pick when it happened because I liked Jalen Tolbert as a prospect. To me, that was even one of the most valuable picks the Cowboys made in all of the 2022 NFL draft. I, I did not expect Jalen Tolbert to, to not play. Not even like I'm not even going to say to play bad because we didn't even got to see that. He just didn't play. And I... I you could, hey, if you buy into what Jalen Tolbert is saying, you might argue that there is hope for Tolbert moving forward and entering the 2023 season. So my question from me to you, by the way, becomes the number two question of the show becomes, do you think that Jalen Tolbert bounces back in 2023 or not? Yes or no, Jalen Tolbert will bounce back next season. Is there hope in other words? Let me know in the chat. And while you do that, and before we get into what Jalen Tolbert had to say about his experience as a rookie in the NFL, let me talk to you about our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this is a family-owned business for over 65 years. You can check out their dealership over at Irving, Texas. And you can also check out their website over at FreemanMazda.net. They've got a wide range of new and used vehicles. And you can check out the pictures, the features of each and every one of these cars and as always, we do have the ride of the week here on the show, and that is the 2023 Mazda CX-30 2.5S. This one starts at $24,225. It's got all-wheel drive, Apple CarPlay slash Android Auto, Wi-Fi hotspot, which is a game changer, adaptive cruise control, and a miles per gallon capacity of 26 when you are in the city. That goes up to 31 when you are in the highway so make sure that you check out the freeman mazda ride of the week and as always they are bringing you the show and making it possible here in adc sports dallas prime time let's see some of your answers and let's get into the quote is there hope for mr tolbert bruce goes with yes hope says toxic tom uh gregory as well miller too 
Peter Rizzo says, with the help of a new play caller, absolutely. And I, I am intrigued about how Jalen Tolbert, Jalen, excuse me, Jalen Tolbert looks like in the West Coast offense. Because his strength always seemed to be, you know, fighting for those competed balls, 50-50 uh, throws, bringing those in. He, he might benefit from a move to the West Coast. But also, I will say, maybe he's not the, the speedster that the Cowboys could use on offense as well, especially on those routes on the move in which you want to see a lot of uh, in the Cowboys offense. Dennis Houston had a better year in one game mode, says Toxic Tom. That's actually quite accurate, stat, uh, stats-wise at least. He bounced like a brick in water, says Toxic Tom. Uh, Jeremy goes with, it depends what they do in the draft and free agency. If they use a top draft pick on a wide receiver or sign Odell, uh, Tolbert can be in trouble. And hey, do not forget about OBJ. Jeremy is onto something there. I don't think that storyline is over. And I don't know if it's becoming Earl Thomas 2.0. But uh, it seems like the Cowboys are going to be tied to OBJ for a while. And I, I could see that being a conversation once more entering free agency. Uh, not even entering free agency because, I mean, he's a free agent. Not like yeah, he needs a contract to expire or anything like that. But yeah, uh, you, you could definitely see the OBJ saga uh, dragging on for a, for a little bit longer. Chris Smith says, and if they're just running slout as Lance, they're going to want more athletic guys with good hands, says Chris. Toxic Tom says, if we are banking on Tolbert and bypassing uh, free agents for quality help, then FML. Hey, yeah, the Cowboys do need to get outside help. Like, whether or not Jalen Tolbert is in the plans of this team, like, there is no excuse to not approach uh, wide receiver as a free agency need. Uh, they have to do that. So now let's get into what Jalen Tolbert had to say about his rookie year as a wideout in the NFL and his theory kind of as to why he didn't play a lot. And this is via the DallasCowboys.com website. I'm going to read you a full quote. Here, uh, he said, Jalen Tolbert said at one of the senior bowl practices in which he was a standout last year, he said, people look at this year as a down year for me or whatever the word might be out there. But for me, I learned a lot and I learned what I needed to do to be an elite talent in the league and how to help our team next year. He then went on to talk a little bit about, you know, uh, uh, taking a big jump year one, year two. But I think this is the quote that really, really uh, matters. Here it goes. He said, with every step that you take, you go into a different view of life and a different view of football. I had to learn the business side of stuff, the position side of things. I had to learn multiple positions. I had to learn a lot of stuff. Now I know what to work on, what I need to do and where I need to be, what positions I need to know. Now I can go into next year and not have to learn and play at the same time, but just go out there, be comfortable and confident and just go play and show why I got drafted. So, man, uh, people, some people will take that maybe 
as an excuse. Some people won't. I don't see it that way. I do think that young NFL players constantly and consistently talk about that part that Tolbert mentioned about not having to think and play, just being able to go out there and play because you already know your stuff. Izzy Mukwamu talked about uh, uh, that here on Primetime last year when we had him on as a guest and kind of showed in his second year in the NFL. He was not guessing out there. He was just being a very good player when given the chance. So there is hope, in my opinion, for for Tolbert. But I, I got to say that I am not super, super hyped about him or anything like that. Uh, we'll see if he can change our minds. Uh, as Tyler Browning said earlier on the show, I do think that it is trending towards the bust uh, category, even though we, we need to learn a lot more about him. Chevy Lee says we need to draft a quarterback. I could see that happening uh, in day three, honestly, because I do think the Cowboys are extending Dak or maybe restructuring Dak. I don't think the Cowboys leave that contract untouched. If they were to leave it untouched, though, then you probably are talking about a round two, round three. Hey, heck, even round one kind of need. But if you're not going to, uh, if you're going to restructure the contract and open up cap space and all of that, which is definitely what I am expecting the Cowboys to do, I think it's more of a day three kind of need. We'll see if uh, Cooper Rush cashes in on an impressive five-game run. So, now, I think it's time to talk a little bit about the rest of the wide receiver room and really get an early idea as to how things look like for the Cowboys moving forward at wideout. This is how I kind of listed the wide receivers that the Cowboys have right now on their roster. You've got CeeDee Lamp and Michael Gallup on green because they're not going anywhere. I know that Michael Gallup did not have the 2022 season that we were all expecting but he's not going anywhere. So th those two have their spots locked in. Hopefully, Michael Gallup's knee is healthier next season. Uh, some people were pointing towards the fact that it uh, today we are, you know, February 6th. It has not been a year since Gallup's surgery. I think it was on the 10th of February. So that gives you an idea as to, you know, maybe how impactful of an injury it was for Michael Gallup during the season. I personally thought that it would not be an issue, but hey, uh, it definitely appeared that it was an issue during the season. Then you've got Kevante Turpin, who difficult to maybe get involved on offense. I know that he's a speedster. I just wonder about uh, his actual route tree and all of that. Uh, you've got Noah Brown. He's set to hit free agency. Maybe he comes back with the Cowboys. We know that they like him, but also Kellen Moore is gone. And, and that coaching staff that maybe was the supporting cast for Noah Brown is not going to be there anymore in 2023. So we'll see if the McCarthy coaching staff is interested in moving on from Noah Brown. I would not be surprised if they are ready to move on. Uh, then you've got Jalen Tolbert, T.Y. Hilton, who I have in red because I don't see him coming back to the Dallas Cowboys, even though... He was uh, very good for the Cowboys during his time uh, 
short-lived run, at least, with Dallas. I just have a feeling that the Cowboys won't be interested in bringing him back because of, you know, now it's different. You're signing him for a full season as opposed to the final stretch, the dog days of the NFL season. Simi Fejoko on injured reserve, and then you've got the practice squad wide receivers like Drummond, like uh, Dennis Houston, Brandon Smith, all of those guys that could get involved as well. It's not an inspiring group, right? It is not an inspiring group. Vlad says, uh, they never took advantage of Turpin's speed. How how do you involve uh, Kevontae Turpin? Man, uh, Kevontae Turpin was more involved on the NFC's Pro Bowl offense on, on Sunday in the flag football games than he was all season offensively for the Cowboys. I would like to see the Cowboys take advantage of Kevontae Turpin's speed. You, I, I'm just skeptical about him not being a complete wideout. I'm skeptical about that. I mean, he has speed and sure you can get those deep routes in here and there, but can he run routes efficiently? Can he... Uh, hey, how does his catch radius look like even? All of those are questions to me. Chris Smith says, I think that Gallup is cooked. He was never that fast or elusive before the injury. Joe Juarez says, Keenan Allen is said to be most likely cut by the Chargers. Yeah, there was a the athletic report out there. I would like to see him with the Cowboys, says Joe. I think we all would love to see Keenan Allen in Dallas. That would be an amazing get for the Cowboys. And one of those that would, hey, if the front office pulls one of those off, maybe they're serious about going all in in the coaching staff and providing weapons to them. Maybe they are serious about things if they do that. Otherwise, though, this is not an inspiring group of wideouts. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that will be it for me tonight on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Where, hey, I know that it's been a shorter show, but you know, it's the offseason. So, what we're going to do on the offseason is we're going to get more in-depth when it comes to some of the topics that we touch on because we need to keep it interesting. We need to keep it refreshing. Here at ADC Sports Dallas Primetime, that will always be the objective. I don't ever, ever want to bore any of you guys out. So without any further ado, hey, where's the music? There's the music. Thank you so much for tuning in to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. Do me a favor and hit the like button. Share the stream if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. Let your friends know about the show. Every thumbs up puts this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. And it is the biggest, easiest, and quickest thing that you can do to help out the show. Thank you to Dwayne. Thank you, Ines. Thank you, Jeff, for tuning in. Do not worry if you missed it. You can also watch the replay. Or if you prefer, you can even check out the podcast feed. We've got the audio versions of each and every one of these episodes. Skywalker Steel Shows 2 are in there. And you can even check out my Monday show, which is in Spanish, over on the podcast feed. Escucharon un poquito de los Cowboys en español. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Primetime brought to you by FreemanMazda.net. Make sure you check them out. And make sure you check out the 
website over at adcsports.com slash Dallas. I will see you all tomorrow, same time, 8 p.m. Central. Thank you very much. Adios, nos vemos. Bye-bye.